Welcome to The Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to The Champagne Way, episode 76. I'm Trina. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jess. All righty, let's get right to it. Lindsay, what is in your cup this week? All right, guys, I am drinking the Belletti dell'Italia Prosecco. It's extra dry, and it's an Italian sparkling wine, soft and fruity peach and pear with breezy apple peel and lemon zest. And it's a really great um, extra draw bottle. I believe I got this at Aldi, so the price point's great on it. And I'm actually about to get a French 75 brought up to me. Ooh. Oh, y'all, these are so good. Uh, if you've never had one, I don't know what you're doing with your life. But essentially, it is gin, champagne, lemon juice, and sugar. And then they put a lemon rind in it. Mm. Um, and it's it's very citrusy. It's very fresh. And it uh, will get you fucked up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and who in your household is bringing this to you? Because I need them to deliver one to me. <laughs> yeah. My niece, Stacy, she started making them last night. She's like, well, I can make you one. I'm like, okay. Well, I'm not going to turn that down. No, ma'am. Well, it sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what is in yeah. your cup, Jess? Uh, well, I also had an Aldi bottle of sparkling, um, but it wasn't very good to drink straight. I don't even remember what the name of it is. It started with a B, um, and it was extra dry and I tasted it and it tasted like water. So it's a great price point, but I didn't like it. It was like bramble wood. Um, yeah, so I decided to, um, make a brunch drink. So I am drinking a Chambord Mimosa, um, which is a little bit, you start with, um, some of your sparkling in your glass and then you pour in a little bit of OJ and then you do some more sparkling and then you do some Chambord, which is kind of like that, uh, sort of raspberry liqueur. And then you put some more sparkling. Nice. That sounds delicious. Also, I love the layers. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it just looks orange uh, at the end, but it tastes really good. Mm -hmm. It's at least a good bottle to mix. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good. Even if you have a good bottle, you can mix it. But I just mix it with like if you have a cheaper price point, it's it's a great thing to drink. Well, I love that there are some champagnes and sparklings out there that like you would buy at that price point to specifically mix, you know, because you don't. You know, like every once in a while you want a good mixed cocktail with champagne or sparkling wine or Prosecco, whatever, but you don't want to use your really good stuff for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. that you just want to drink straight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, it's great brunch beverage. So Trina, what is in your cup? Um, I am drinking homemade eggnog and rum. Tis the season. Oh, homemade eggnog. How did that come about? Um, someone posted a recipe and I was like, I can do that. Um, (laughs) I have to give thanks to my, uh, 
cooking blender because without that I would not make it because I looked up traditional eggnog recipes and you basically have to stand there just like constantly whipping ingredients as you add them and as you heat them to a certain because you have to heat them a certain way so that when you put eggs in them they don't turn into like scrambled eggs in liquid mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah but you have to be able to heat them so that they cook so that you're not also drinking raw egg Ew. Yeah. This so, just seems like a lot of work. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, that's why I liked my cooking blender. If you have one, there's a bunch of different brands out there. But like, if you have a cooking blender, it's basically add all your ingredients, let it heat, and then add your egg into it after it's already been heated and it immediately blends it. And that way you don't get like the hot, like, you don't, it doesn't cook the egg in it. And yeah, it does cook the egg in it, but not in like a scrambled egg form, if that makes sense at all. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're not mixing your scrambled eggs with rum. Yeah. Because that'd be yeah. really weird. But I, I will say it turned out really good. Like, I like it better than the store-bought kind. So. Well, hopefully. Yeah. I was about to say, hopefully you do. Yeah. For all that effort. <laughs> for real. Somehow I just happened to have all the ingredients. So I was like, I'm going to try this. And it worked out well. Uh, actually, the only thing we didn't know if we had is uh, the rum from our liquor cabinet. And I found a bottle hidden in the back that had like little bit left in the bottom and it was a 10 year old bottle of rum from our our honeymoon <gasps> so we finished oh that oh my god you know where that was it was in your panty drawer <gasps> yeah it was oh my oh, god yeah. yeah that's right I, I dug really far back in there and I found that so yeah <laughs> I thought you'd be proud of that Lindsay <laughs> I mean yeah I mean you know when you need something to drink that's where you look at Trina's house Yes. In the panty drawer. It was a holiday miracle. <laughs> holiday yeah. miracle. Although you'd probably Santa be disappointed that, that I left a bottle of rum sitting in my cabinet for like 10 years. <laughs> no. <laughs> With like it, this much left. <laughs> no, you needed it for this 2020 moment. It was. It was perfect for this 2020 moment. Um, anyways, so it's time for some champagne shout outs. Uh, it seems like we've got a really good listener submission. So <laughs> what do we got? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, my views are my own podcast, um, submitted one and they say toasting to the mayor of Atlantic city for blowing up Trump's casino for charity. <laughs> so well, <that's> awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing that's happening. Uh, I invite you I, to go and learn more about that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I, I wish I could participate in this. I, mostly just because I really want to bl- help blow up a building. But <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, I it think that sounds like amazing. It would be a lot of fun. It would be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I want to press a, I mean, I want to press a button anyway and just blow something up. But uh, I mean, yeah, who, who we, doesn't want to do that and like feel like they've got the power to be like, bam, I got yep. the power. <laughs> Wow. Well, yeah. that's that's definitely a good shout out moment right there. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. what, what a great, interesting way to raise money for charity, too. I agree. Yeah. Um, alrighty. So what else we got, Lindsay? Well, this one's so exciting. So everyone knows my niece, Stacy lives with me. She's like my mini me. I named her. I helped raise her. She got engaged over this <gasps> last week. Woo. Congratulations, Stacy. Uh, yeah, girl. Trip to Orlando. Yeah. And she, uh, it was in front of the Hogwarts castle at Universal Studios because she's a huge Harry Potter fan. Uh, and 
I assisted in planning. I held the ring the entire time and I completely like threw her off the track so she wouldn't know. And so she was kind of like upset. She thought it wasn't going to happen because I'm really good at what I do. Uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic, though. So uh, she had a good, true, shocked moment then, I'm guessing. She did. She did. And we got it all on video. We got it pictures, like, without, sh- like, her really knowing. Okay. That's so, awesome. I can't yeah, wait to see the, the video. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and, like, her response is she just kept yelling, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> but it was so cute because, like, Everybody like was walking by and they just started cheering. So it was just like so cute and romantic. Oh, I love I that. That is super and cute. Her, she and I are going to have shock because I had a similar response. Yeah. I was so surprised <laughs> too. Um, but yeah, so they're super excited. He was so nervous. Like he, she was like, I thought something was weird because he was shaking. And, um, they were in their beer beard. And um, of course, they had a mask on, but they were just like holding it for a picture. And he like put hers on. And she was like, Whoa, I was not finished with that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was precious. I'll have to like post some pictures because it's adorable. Uh, and then the next day, we went back to Universal. So I ended up snapping some like really cute engagement pictures with her and her ring at, um, at Diagon Alley. Oh, that's oh. cute. I can't wait to show you guys some of those because those were a lot of fun. Oh, that's, oh. that's adorable. I love that kind of story. I love a good engagement story. And I also really love the funny moments when there's like the shut up, shut up, like reactions. <laughs> <laughs> I love how many times people say that they don't remember ever saying yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did she oh, remember saying I, yes? Um, I asked, I was like, did you say yes? She's like, yeah, but I did it when, uh, my husband proposed to me, like, I was like, oh my God, this is not real. This is not real. And then I was like, are yeah. you going to put it on my finger? And he's like, are you going to say yes? I was like, oh, <laughs> yes. Like, I, I didn't do that. Did I? I don't, I don't think I said yes either. Cause I remember, I think I, I think Will finally just got up because I was like, uh, what are you doing? What is what is happening? What is happening? I kept being like, what is happening? What is what is this? What is this? What is happening? What is happening? Um, yeah. Wow. No, I mean, I uh, mine is uh, on YouTube because someone videotaped it as well, and I choked on champagne and couldn't say anything <laughs> because New Year's, right? Yeah, and it was like in my mouth, and like I literally was like, I can't, I couldn't swallow, and I like had to turn away from him to like make sure I didn't spit the champagne out across the room, <laughs> and then finally I got down on the floor with him, like hugged him and everything, and I was like, yeah, or I, I, I was like celebrating, but I don't think I ever said yes, and then someone finally said, did you say yes? And I said, <laughs> I, I was, and I was like. Make it and put the ring on me at that very moment. And I was just like, I didn't say yes. I said, give me the ring. <laughs> and it's like on videotape me saying that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But well, it was so cute because while we were down there, we got the notification that eight years ago, Jay had proposed to me at Disney in front of the castle. So it was really cute. Oh, that is really cute. I love that you both have like a similar like engagement story, but similar but different, you know, and that you uh-huh. have to be there for it. Yeah. So that's exciting. Um, Well, let's see. Now that we're 
we're getting into the end of the year. This is our officially our last episode of 2020, you guys. Yeah. Like, does that seem real? Or like, because I mean, know everyone has said that this year is like it's never going to end. Do, do you feel like it's actually going to end? You know, I'm just... I'm not going to make any assumptions. I don't know. (laughs) I still don't know either. But um, I've been going through all of our episodes recently. And (laughs) I've started an entire episode catalog for us, which I haven't told you all about that. I've just been like extra busy over here um, doing some stuff for the show for 2021. Ooh, look at that. A drink delivery. Yeah, Stacey I, just came and delivered my French 75. I just told him you got engaged. Yeah. Congratulations. Ooh, let's look at that. Let's look at that ring. Ooh. Ooh, look at that. Oh, man. I love an oh, interruption brought, like that. I have three drinks now. I have two French 70. Are you not going to drink? I have to drive. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. Res- responsible drinking. That's right. Responsible okay. drinking. Um, Lindsay, you're just going to have to drink just both. Like all of that. She's staring at the cups okay. just like in shock. <laughs> I, I'm on my make like my makeup vanity. I just don't have a lot of room, so I'm just trying to. Oh yeah, take that water away. Screw it's, that water. It's the we just said it's the last episode of the year, so drink, drink, drunk. Yeah, yeah. Like, and we're doing this in the morning, so it's like, not time to celebrate. Like like the Grinch said, stink, stink, stunk. Uh, Frank drunk. <laughs> oh man so trina you've been making catalogs oh yes so i have been cataloging our episodes and when i was doing that i was definitely paying attention to um this year in review basically and like for one i thought we had honestly recorded a few more episodes than we had because there was that point in time where we were doing them every week when this whole quarantine thing first happened and that's what gave me this idea to quiz you guys on the champagne ways 2020 year in review because there is some really interesting stuff oh no i didn't realize we did them every week (laughs) um just for a short period of time are you sure just for a short period of time we did um and then uh, (laughs) let's see um uh how many episodes do you think we put out this year including this one so how how many will we put out it says 76. You said 76 at the beginning, right? Yeah, but the, oh, that's, no, like from the start. that's from the start. That's se- episode oh. 76. We did not put on 76 this year. Wow. How much have you drank already? <laughs> I'm on my second drink and I didn't eat any breakfast. So let's put it that way. All righty. Well, uh, you got to think. We usually do two a month. But uh-huh. uh, and obviously twelve months. But we have had a couple of months where we've only maybe put out one, and it's it's ended up kind of balancing out. So with this episode, we're actually going to have twenty six episodes that came out this year. Okay. So we All actually right. still pulled ahead just a little bit, considering we have we've had a couple of months where we did extra episodes and a couple of months where we did less. But I was I was kind of surprised about that. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's go back to the beginning of the year, guys. Oh, oh no. And I'm going to ask you questions about when episodes were released. And that, I don't mean an actual date. I want you to kind of like give me a roundabout what time of year, or what month do you think something like uh, something came out? So, when was our 2020 You Need to Calm Down Dumpster Fire episode? <laughs> oh, that has to be. I think that was like in like uh, the last week of February because that's when I think shit was hitting the fan. I think it was mid-March. No, I think it's February. Okay. So, 
Jess, you're, you got this one. It was February oh. 21st, and it was only the fourth episode of our year. No. I'm not why? kidding you. Fourth episode in, we were like, hey, guess what, 2020? You're a dumpster fire. Go home. Oh, God. <laughs> like, total shocking thing when I saw that. I was like, man, I, I thought that was a little bit later in the year. But no. Little did oh, we know God. how much was going to happen after that. So this was before, I'm going to list this off. This was before the big national tornado. This was before the pandemic lockdown. This was before the derecho that knocked out our power for several days. Oh, I forgot about that. Before the protest, the election, and Tiger King, and so, so much more. Yeah. That was before Tiger, Tiger King? Uh, yeah. I mean, it might have already been out, but it was not like the thing. It hadn't blown up the world yet. <laughs> so, yeah. We already thought it was a dumpster fire at that time. So, what, what, sorry, what made us think it was a dumpster fire? Which is my next question. Do you remember why we told 2020 to calm down? No, this was before our power went out and everything. No, why? Oh, <laughs> I had to listen to this whole episode to really get all of this. Uh, um, yeah, I would love to know why it was so bad in February. Well, you each have a very... You're, you're going to... I can't wait to see your reactions. So why? My, mine, I remembered pretty quickly. Mine was going back to work for maternity leave and getting laid off four days later. Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think Lindsay put it well when she was just like, there's a special place in hell for people like that. <laughs> Which, yeah, that just happened to another friend of mine while on maternity leave. She got laid <gasps> off. So I'm like, uh, 2020 strikes again with that. Uh, yeah. So, Jess. Yeah. Yours was adjusting to working from home, which was supposed to just be temporary. But then your new office had just fell through and you had just realized that your boss might have booked something that would have potentially conflicted with your trip to New York. i'm not kidding this was your dumpster fire moment of 2020 in february doesn't that feel like a lifetime ago no i know but sorry adjusting to working from home and my boss might have booked something that would conflict with my trip to new york are you kidding me right now that was my dumpster fire that was the dumpster fire moment the personal dumpster fire moment because we each had a personal one no and then we talked about the world sorry no oh my god <laughs> oh yeah oh, yeah. God. i can't to- wait to hear my petty shit <laughs> <laughs> oh Lindsay, just your first your first statement for yours <laughs> you're about to remember this sorry i gotta like ooh. okay <laughs> yours was <laughs> complaining about how your daughter brought home the plague and how, you straight up said that my daughter brought home the plague from daycare and how you'd never been sicker in your entire life but, uh, but it only lasted one day <laughs> but it had some disastrous repercussions and it's what caused you to not poop for days leading to an ER visit and a CT scan <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that <laughs> yes that you was pretty the- miserable <laughs> you went through that whole thing in that story in that episode and oh. we were laughing so hard at that time and also a little horrified <laughs> oh my god um so yeah uh, 
if anyone wants to hear that episode, I really recommend it. It's the the episode you need to calm down 2020. Oh my god. It was released on February 21st. I'm 100% going to go back and listen. But now I got to tell you the other things that we also thought was a dumpster fire. Oh. At this point. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> so this Can't was wait. the worldwide dumpster fires. We covered the Super Bowl halftime controversy, which I'm sure which is funny in the in us discussing it i said multiple times i hope people forget about this because it's the dumbest thing to be controversial about and i'm pretty sure everyone's forgotten about it now no idea what you're talking about what what was controversial it was about what the women were wearing because it was shakira and j-lo and people like went into such a frenzy about like their outfits and how it's just uh just horrible for women to be up there dancing like that whereas we were like Okay, first of all, if they're like in your 40s or 50s and you looked like that, I don't care what you wear. Show it off. Uh, yeah. like, <laughs> whatever. You know, I think it even inspired you to do like a little dancing aerobics class, Jess. Um, oh, yeah, it did. Oh, yeah. I looked up Shakira's um, dance stuff on YouTube uh, a month or so later when I didn't go to the gym anymore, actually. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's really funny. Oh, we also discussed millennials getting their news from things like TikTok, um, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is also... This is the first time we mentioned coronavirus this year in this episode. Oh, no. And it was like a little segment of it. But we spoke about it like it wasn't a big deal and how people were overreacting. So, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and insert an apology again here because I know like two episodes later, we, we came back on and we were like, yeah, we spoke too soon. 2020 dumpster fire. That was like a spark at that point. And yeah. the dumpster fire came later and we apologized for that. So I'm going to apologize again because we in that episode were totally like nonchalant about it. I think Jess, you even at one point mentioned it's still an epidemic. It's not a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> and then like a week later, it became a pandemic. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it's funny how quickly everything changed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how that episode, I still thought we were going to take a trip to New York. So, you know. Yeah. Uh huh. I think we even talked about cruises because at the, this point, people had just started to realize, like, hey, maybe we shouldn't be traveling and doing certain vacations. Um, so, yeah. Except for Lindsay, who's taken three vacations this year. <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> You're in a different category, though, because of the exposure. I feel like that's something yeah. that it's you've either been the I'm quarantined the entire time because I haven't been exposed or you've been in the I've been exposed. So I'm still going to do things. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if I did the right thing. Who the fuck knows? I did the best I could. Yeah. All right. So then let's get into our first socially distanced episode when do you think that was oh did was it the i'm trying to think did we do another episode or two together after that like i think we did i think it was the end of march beginning of april so it was the beginning of or not beginning end of march it was mid to late march it was march 20th um, was when we did our first socially distanced episode because everything had shut down. I think we were actually supposed to record like the week before, but we were kind of like in this, do we, do we not? What do we do? You know? So this was our quarantini part one, the toilet paper blues. <laughs> so this was the start of the toilet paper shortage. Oh my God. That honestly didn't end until, I mean, it's still some places, I guess they don't have it as much, but I mean, that didn't end for a while. Yeah, so. it didn't. And and it still comes in waves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it just kind of right now, all of a sudden, it's like, 
I think it's hoarded a little bit. You can't, you still can't find disinfectant wipes like rarely uh, ever. No. And I haven't seen a Lysol spray can on a shelf since probably about that time as well. Oh, no, no, no. So, um, and then how many quarantine episodes specials did we do? And when did the last one air? Did we do seven? I mean, we did like three and then we're like, no, this is the new normal. So we did five. Oh, and, okay. And then we kind of just gave up. Because it was like, well, how many are we going to do of this? Because now they're talking about it ending, not ending until July. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> this is not just like make you look back and be like, wow, how naive were we? But also like, how messed up is our world? <laughs> so that last one out of the five that we did, it seems like I felt like we were doing them for so long. Um, and some of them we did week to week rather than every two weeks during this time frame. Mm-hmm. Our last quarantine episode, like specifically calling it that, was April 24th. <laughs> so we literally just, we did them like straight through. Yeah. If we had been, because they were like, oh, shut down for like 30 days. So we started on March 20th. We got to mm-hmm. April 24th and we were just like... Oh my God, this is taking more than a month. And I, if we had still been doing those quarantini episodes, I think we'd be up to like quarantini number like 26 by now. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. It would be a lot, quite a bit. Um, and we stopped doing them basically because we, we literally had no idea when it would end. <laughs> and it hasn't. So anyways, I just thought that y'all would find those little stats really, really funny. I, I loved going through some of our episodes um, we, if you do want to go back and listen to any of them uh, from this year, I recommend the quarantini episodes because in one of those we did a recommendations, which was all streaming things. Uh. I'm pretty sure w- another one we devoted entirely to the Tiger King. Like <laughs> that was an entire episode yes. for us. <laughs> so it was fun going back through them. I really, really enjoyed it. All right, now it's time to think about the good things to come from 2020. So, okay. positives from around the world. Let's see. Uh, what what do y'all think has good has come from 2020 so far? Um, I feel like people have maybe realized what is more important, uh, like the material things or, or, or things like that, like family and friends and those type of things. Agreed. I think this has been a year of people also saying no. You know, we were all overly extended and we were doing so much and seeing so many people and all of a sudden, you know, that's not the case where people are, people are saying no <laughs> to, to doing yeah. things and, and kind of setting their families as priorities or just clearing their schedules for things. I don't know how to, how to put it. It's just that that's what been, has been a good year for me is just like taking a year back to be like, what's important? What am I devoting my time to? Um, I actually have a little blog thing that I came across as well that said, uh, these, I'm not going to read all of them, but they were like 10 really good things about 2020. Uh, one of the big things was pet adoptions have increased dramatically. Mm-hmm. And you adopted oh, a new puppy this year. Yeah, we did. And I've actually uh, seen a lot of things where like um, people who normally travel for work who can't own a pet have been able to adopt pets because now they're working from home more and it seems like their companies are going to continue that um to for you know to save costs to to other things so they're actually able to have pets 
Yeah. Well, see, and that made the list as well was the working from home. Um, So many companies that have always kind of said, no, like working from home is bad. It's turned out that you can work from home. You're more productive from home. You, the people tend to actually work a little bit more when they're from home because they're not having to do the commute times. And so it's just been very, very interesting that um, the stats that have been coming in is that work from home is really working. They find managers are actually more, um, I guess they're paying attention more to their their counterparts, like their their employees and everything because of the work from home, like what it's causing them to do. So they're more engaging. Let's see. The other thing is uh, Mother Nature getting a much needed respite. Because, like, the smog levels went down. There were clear waters all over the world. Yep. It even said wild animals were uh, doing really well. Like, in Alaska, after all the cruise ships stopped going through that area, the they actually heard humpback whales singing to each other. They created their own music to celebrate how free and open they were without having any cruise ships going through that area. Dang. Mm-hmm. So it's been pretty interesting. Man. Uh, one of the other big things, eloping has made a comeback. Yes. So. Uh-huh. I've tried to talk Stacey and Steven into this. They're planning like a two-year engagement. You know, they want the big to-do, to-da. And I'm like, well, just think about it. Well, <laughs> so. that's what they said. That so many people have, had, like, eloping used to be the thing. Like, that's what a lot of our parents at their age, like, weddings weren't a huge thing they were just like you elope you go to the courthouse you do something small with your family the church and then that's it maybe you did a celebration later but it was just smaller more intimate and more about like the people getting married so that has made a comeback a lot of people are eloping and then some people who had to cancel their weddings are actually just um they're they're planning their weddings for a later date but they're still doing the eloping because, I mean, they want the insurance yeah. and they want they, they sure. want to go ahead and combine their lives instead of putting them on hold for like another year or two. So you can always talk to her about that. Personally, I think she should let the Champagne Way plan her wedding. I'm just oh, saying. my gosh. Like. I love it. I mean. I can't. So I have thrown out some ideas already that have been vetoed. Um, one was they got engaged universal harry potter let's do a harry potter themed wedding yes that was next um the other one was because she really wants to get married in october as close to our grandmother who recently passed away's birthday and so i'm like oh my gosh like costume wedding extravaganza like halloween themed also approved that was also next so and she officially told me i would not be her flower girl oh well that's just uh, when she has promised for year, four years that I could be, hmm. she wants me to be the matron of honor. Well, I, mean, I, I guess that's an honor, but oh. but I would. I was I was a little upset. Not gonna lie. So, wh- well, hmm. Is she gonna let you theme any of it? I don't think I'm gonna get a say in much. Um, well, I, I still I'm, I'm gonna throw this back out there. The champagne way, you know, plans the wedding. I'm, I'm an ordained minister, so there's that. Lindsay, I think you'd make a great MC for the for the DJing. Just saying. Uh, yeah, I, have, I mean, I have that in, on my resume. I mean, give you a microphone, so. and what can you not do? I mean, uh, exactly, exactly. And then, and Jess can definitely help with like the really good treats and stuff. 
Yeah, she can. Say. Oh, she can make those cookies. Uh, Stacy loves her champagne cookies. Yeah, just stack all those on a bunch of tiers, and there you go. There's your like do wedding cake cookies. I feel we like we are going to be good. I mean, we have it planned. I mean, obviously, that most of the budget would go towards the champagne tower. Yeah. Clearly. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. I, I think. I think Crap. we could make oh. it work. We could make it work. Well, done. She hired us. We're really expensive. Hopefully, she can afford us. I know exactly. Um, also. So, but going back to this list, which is really funny since we basically just planned her wedding. <laughs> this is, again, reminder that this is the this is the list of things that are good to come out of 2020. Yeah. Oh, show. Divorces are on the rise. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious when I first read it. And I was like, oh, my God. It just said, like, it went from, like, you know, everyone's eloping. That's great. And big weddings are like, meh. And then... <laughs> And then it switches to divorces are on the rise. And I'm like, wait, this is a good list. But well, I guess it could be because like if you're, you know, like if you're at home with somebody for that long and you realize you're not compatible, uh, maybe it's a volatile relationship. Maybe it's a toxic relationship. Maybe you have kids and you don't really want them to grow up with that. I guess that could be a positive. Well, that's exactly what it kind of said. It said hardships bring two people truly meant to be together closer um, mm-hmm. not further apart. So most couples that are calling it COVID quits are only accelerating the separation rather than, you know, waiting until like either, either waiting the rest of their lives or until the death till you part, you know? Uh, oh yeah, for sure. So it's definitely like it increase those, uh, like, Hey, I don't want to spend the rest of my life this miserable. Like let's just separate and like have a better life and uh more than 50 percent of them do have kids so they've they've definitely put it out like i'd rather even the kids like don't stay together for the kids and everyone be miserable that affects them worse than just separating and having a better life <laughs> right right i mean i definitely think that this pandemic and the whole thing has caused me and my husband to become closer mm-hmm. um however there have been days where if somebody gave me a get out of jail free card he would not be alive. <laughs> uh, well, see, yeah, that, that's really funny. I've heard like great things like that throughout this quarantine. Where it's you know, like, like, it's, there's things I love and things I want to kill you for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I think that's with anybody like that, you know, no relationship is going to be 100% great, especially through a pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so another thing that I ended up finding online was things that are making a comeback this year. And I think okay. uh, you guys have both experienced some of this stuff with a comeback. One of the big things has been the getting outside and doing things like the outdoor sports and stuff um, and individualized sports. So like I know, Jess, you got rollerblades or skates and, and you've been out skating and stuff like that had a huge comeback this year. Yes, it sure did. They Those skates were sold out everywhere oh i've tried putting them on my christmas list they've still been sold out everywhere like they, uh-huh. it's just, the the supply was not there to be met <laughs> for the demand of 2020 no but, jess are you still doing that uh well i would really like to but um it's really cold out and i used to get up and go skating really early at like six in the morning and it's still dark out yeah. So I don't do it as much as I did. I did it like every day in the summer. Um, yeah. So it's a lot harder to do that. But they're like, they're in my closet to bust out as soon as it's like a really nice warm day. Yeah. 
Well, it's one of, some of the other big things that were having a comeback in in 2020. Let's see. There's record players and vinyls um, because people have been actually at home to go through their collection of stuff that they haven't been able to do in the past. So you've seen like a resurgence of people kind of getting into this memorabilia kind of stuff, going through old videos and getting them transferred to digital, finding old vinyls and actually playing them. Let's see. We've also got uh, classic video games. People are breaking out their old video game sets. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So my Switch has like a setting where I can go in and play like the original Mario, uh, the original original Donkey King, and all those fun games. Donkey Kong? Think, yeah. Oh, I love Donkey Kong. Yeah. What did I say? Donkey King. Uh, <laughs> I have three drinks in front of me and they're mixed with champagne and gin. So please well, don't judge me. <laughs> I need another refill and I don't have a husband at home to get me one. I, I, I fail you. I'm wanting a refill, but I'm pretty sure my husband's upstairs like taking care of the child. So I'm like, I can't ask. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, men are not good at multitasking. Now no. women are. Not at all. I know. <laughs> we need a Stacey. Um, yep. Yeah, we all need a Stacy. Um, okay, another thing making a comeback this year: mullets. What? Yeah, <laughs> have you not noticed that there's like an upward no. trend of mullets? I don't, I wouldn't exactly put this on the good list, honestly, but it is something that is. This is just the comeback list for 2020 things that are making a comeback. And yeah, mullets have been making a comeback. Have you seen Miley Cyrus rocking her mullet? Uh, of course, there's Morgan Wallen and country music doing the mullet thing. I think there's been a few so others. I- Here's the issue. We live in Tennessee. Mullets are already a thing. Uh, we haven't really been going out to see more, but it doesn't... I'm not surprised when I see one, I guess. I just think that's common here. Yeah, I could see that. Well, so um, a couple of other things I think that have kind of like had their their comeback this year or... I'm trying to think of like all the positives that have come back. Puzzles have had a huge comeback this year. Oh, for sure. Oh, I have done a thousand puzzles. Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. thousand. Okay. That's, yeah, maybe like 10. <laughs> so, but this leads to the next thing to talk about, which is what are, what are some of the things that you've experienced or done in 2020 that probably wouldn't have happened if not for this year? Hmm. So, I mean, obviously some of these things have had to come back. You've done things like, like Jess, do you think you, you would have went out and bought skates if it weren't for this year? Or do you think maybe? No, girl. No, I, I was going to the gym like pretty regularly, but like as soon as stuff got crazy, I stopped and ended my gym membership. Um, but like, I was like, I need something different from just walking. And I looked into skates and it was so scary the first couple of hours on them. But then they became like one of my favorite. I like, so looked forward to like getting up and early in the morning, I would listen to a podcast and go skate around the park for an hour. And it was so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, there's just been so many different things this year that I don't think would have happened. A lot of it has to do with technology, too. So, mm-hmm. like, all of the... For me, one of the big things is I don't think that we would have done... Um, which we did early on in the, in the pandemic, but the streaming concert. We put on a little champagne way songwriter streaming concert and then a bunch of artists have been doing that throughout this entire year these been streaming charity concerts um specials on tv and those are those are huge the reunion specials like that's a big thing like i don't think would have happened if it weren't for this year 
No, yeah, those I loved fun. our little concert series. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, those were really talented women and, uh, and amazing, and and maybe women I wouldn't have um, got to hear and see without this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and, and so Jess, I know specifically you. You said that there was something you got to do even just yesterday that surprised you. That was something that you wouldn't have been able to do if, or you probably wouldn't have done if it weren't for 2020. So I want to hear about this. Okay. Yeah. So I guess there's a couple of things. Um, I did, uh, the, the national ballet, um, they obviously didn't get to do their nutcracker ballet, um, on the regular, didn't get to do shows. Um, so they did kind of something special where they redid the, the nutcracker ballet where they kind of made it more Nashville themed. Um, and, did it totally different and they filmed it more like a movie. Um, and so I kind of watched that with a couple of friends, like on the, I guess like a zoom type of thing. I mean, that was just like a really fun thing. And I was like, Oh, this is like way more fun to watch it with people on, on zoom instead of just, I mean, like, obviously I like to go and have the experience of going to the ballet, but it was just really fun to watch it like that. Um, uh, so that was great, but I will also say 2020 has, got me more in touch with my neighbors. Um, and so I guess this kind of goes back to the, the rollerblades, you know, the skates. Um, the first time I put them on in the park, um, there was a neighbor who I had kind of seen when I was out walking in the park before, but I ended up talking to her from a safe distance. Um, and we were talking about the skates and, um, she's like, Oh yeah, I kind of want to try those. And she, she's like maybe 15 years older than I am. And she has a house and we ended up talking for 30 minutes while I was like practicing skating and like a little, you know, holding onto the railing in the parking lot of the park. Um, and so then she and I just now talk every time we see each other. Uh, like she introduced me to her dogs. I know all about her and her husband and everything like that. So that was really nice. But I've, so that's one neighbor that I met and I like wouldn't have talked to if not for 2020. But there's another neighbor who lives right above us in our apartment. And she's an older woman. And I always see her sitting out reading on her balcony. Um, and, you know, we always wave and talk to her, you know, when we see her, but this year, I guess, because I like, actually, I sat outside a lot more, um, and stayed close to home and read and ordered drinks. Um, you know, cause now you can get, you can pick up alcoholic drinks oh, from yeah. restaurants. Thank you. Thanks. Um, and so yet another well, good I, thing to come from 2020. <laughs> amen. Amen. Um, but she and I actually ended up having like some conversations this summer because I ended up not going out and doing as much. Um, and like, I learned all kinds of stuff about her life and her family. And she told me about her mom who like lived through the Spanish flu and like, you know, did all this stuff. Um, so it's like, I just got closer with her, even though we were at a distance. And like last night I opened our door and she had left this little gift and a card and just said, thanks for being such good neighbors. And she left us an ornament and she's like from my Christmas tree ornament collection. And it was just like so nice. And I was just like, I love that. And like made me tear up. And she's like an older woman, like probably in her seventies. And I was just, so just 2020 made me be like, even though we're further apart from people, it like got me closer to some of our neighbors that I never would have probably talked to before. So, uh, yeah, I'll just say I, I agree with that, that. I've lived in this neighborhood for like eight years now. And there are some people that I, 
I met while going out and walking, especially early on in the pandemic, mm-hmm. everyone was outside walking all the time. So we were taking Waylon out on yeah. walks and we'd stay at a distance from everybody, but we'd stop and actually talk to the neighbors instead of just waving hi to them. There were some people out there that I maybe waved at like a bunch in the past, just being like, hey, that's about it. Didn't know their names or anything. And like, we actually learned their names, um, got to know them, learned about their kids, um, talked about landscaping. I mean, all sorts of things. And it was just like nice to actually know the people a little bit better than just like casually waving hi at them. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's like a nice thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. What so. about you, Lindsay? What's been one big thing for you? I mean, so I've taken several trips um, over the pandemic, but Trina, like you've said, I work, I've been exposed um, and I, my husband and I both work in the court system and if we're going to get anything, it's there. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you're Very dealing true. with, <laughs> yeah. So, um, we just got back from a nine day Disney vacation and Disney has capped their capacity to 35%. And it was really amazing to be able to do that and go and experience the parks when they're at that lower number where you can actually do things like last year we went to Disney right after Christmas and we were at Magic Kingdom and we got to ride two rides the entire day and we stood in line for like two plus hours. So this trip we had planned two days at Magic Kingdom to be able to do everything and we did everything in one day. Oh my. Yeah, they don't have the shows. They don't have the character meet and greets. But the, you know, the lines were shorter. It wasn't as packed. Like, we really got to experience some um, things we probably wouldn't have. Um, yes, we we did miss those other things, but it was kind of a trade-off. So, uh, I really enjoyed that. You know, Disney d- knows how to do things. They know how to deal with pandemics. They require masks on at all times unless you're stationary and you're actively eating or drinking. Even for my daughter, who is two and a half, they required a mask and she did great with it, thank God. But um, but they have all their lines. They have a marker for six feet in between. Um, you can't go up and order food anymore. You have to online order it and they'll tell you when it's ready and you go. like. So they have taken a lot of precautions um, to make sure everybody is safe. All of their employees have a mask as well as a plastic face guard. Uh, so we felt very comfortable there. Um at Disney, we felt very safe. Um, they had hand sanitizer stations everywhere. They even had like hand washing stations outside. Um, so I just, I thought that Disney did a really, really great job with what they could. See, and I, I think it's great the, the even this, the, the menu thing that companies have been doing, like where you can mm-hmm. scan it at a table and look at it on your phone. Like we're, we're becoming more aware as a society about like what, uh, stuff spreads germs and what people are handling, handling a lot. So I think that's great that they actually took those steps and be like, Hey, this is, they created an app you can order from. That's awesome. So hmm. now, now were people actually really good about staying the six feet apart when they were standing in lines and following the markers. So mo- for the most part, yes. Uh, you know, at Disney, sometimes what you get is you're in line with a bunch of kids. And so the younger kids, 
teenagers and stuff don't really do that. But the yeah. good thing is, in all the lines, they were actively moving. So it wasn't like you were stuck in one spot for very long, um, like normal. Yeah. Uh, so like you were pretty much walking through, walking through. And they had hand sanitizer hand sanitizer stations before and after the ride um a lot of the rides they would only put your party on the rod um a lot of the rods they had like plastic up so you were separated by something so they did try to take whatever precautions they could uh to make sure that you could stay six feet apart or at least have a barrier that's awesome yeah Mm -hmm. now i know you went to universal as well so how did that, uh, I mean, how did that, that range in comparison, I guess, to Disney and how well they did? Yeah. They did not do well. <laughs> uh, so we did two days at Universal and um, I'm pretty sure it was a normal Christmas day at Universal. I'd asked the lady when we got there, I'm like, hey, what are you capping your percentage at? And she's like, oh, well, they haven't told us. They have to run numbers and like the big wigs have to figure that out. And then they'll just tell us when we're done. And I'm like, so it's not like a straight 35%. Yeah. Like, so it was packed. Like, I felt like all the rods were ridiculously long. Um, they weren't enforcing masks. They, we got conflicting information from a bunch of people. It was like way too crowded. Um, and we went back the next day. It was a little better because it was a Sunday, but still like my husband and I talked and we're like, we're not sure if we're going to come back here for a while, but like we were just kind of put off by, uh, how they managed everything. Yeah, as let's say that it, it, everything kind of comes down to whether or not these businesses actually enforce the rules that are being put in place. Mm-hmm. And if like even just simple stores, like if Marshall and I felt uncomfortable going into a place because they're not enforcing it, we just walked out. <laughs> because yeah. which is harder to do when you're at an amusement park in a different state, but and right. you've already paid for it. But it's just it's it's disappointing when someone is it because it, it makes it seem like they're not taking it seriously like yeah mm-hmm. i'm sure they could say well you're putting yourself at risk because you came to an amusement park during a pandemic but at the same time like that that's still on them if they're going to open it's their responsibility to like handle it like disney to take it seriously and keep their yeah. patrons safe right. the whole goal is so that we do get back to normalcy so you can go out and do these things right under it yeah and i mean disney has had to lay off a ton of employees uh they have you know, hit some uh, big cuts as far as their financial ability. Like we still want to support those people who need jobs. We want to support those businesses that we love. Um, And so we're trying to do that. And hopefully in turn, they take safety precautions so we can get back to the normalcy eventually. Yeah. And I agree with that. Well, I guess so. What have, what have, what have been some of the other good things that you can remember? Like, if you think back on twenty twenty and your favorite things to come from this year, uh, what what would you say those are? Um, the Hamilton movie came out a year early. That's awesome. I've actually been very happy with a lot of movies that have come like straight to streaming, which has been. Oh my kind god, of nice. I still haven't watched it, and like I've been meaning to since it came out. You need to get on, girl. Oh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I watch a lot of Peppa Pig. I watched a lot of The Little Mermaid. Um, yeah, so it's just been like it, it's it's rare I get to pick. Yeah, 
<laughs> That's you true. Know, I have four adults in this house and a child, and usually the child mandates what we watch. The child always wins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to watching it. Um, yeah, but and and it looks like Disney is about to just start releasing everything to their streaming service and skipping the theater. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that's going to take a while for theater to come back, kind of like the music industry. So I don't know if they're coming back. Like, yeah. I think AMC is about to declare bankruptcy. I think uh, Disney is kind of monopolizing on that they can just send it straight to their own streaming service. Uh, so I don't, I think we're going to see a lot of theater closures, which does make me sad. I love that experience, but yeah. I think, I think that's where we're going. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I do miss the theater experience. Oh, I miss that theater experience so much. Yeah, I really hope that it does make a comeback, but it's it, it kind of makes sense for a lot of those companies to shut down for a while and hopefully have the ability to afford to come back at a later date in some way, you know, even if it's yeah. like getting funding at that time. But, you know, the uh, I would say one of the big things that I'm just, beyond happy about from this year is that like FaceTime and video chatting has been normalized. Like th- that's a thing across the board. It's not weird anymore to randomly be like, I'm going to FaceTime someone and actually like yeah. see them while they're chatting. Like the technology has been here for a long time, but people just were not using it. And it wasn't like a common thing to do that uh, with family, with friends. A lot of people just were like, eh, it's too complicated. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the easiest thing in the world. But like, it's so great that that has become such a normal everyday thing for people that I love it. Like, our, it's made it a lot easier to get people to see our kid because, I mean, since we have been, we haven't been exposed, we've just been at home most of this time. And so a lot of people haven't gotten to experience our son <laughs> he yeah. spent his entire first year of life pretty much in quarantine at home so video chat's the only th- way that they've been actually getting to see him and interact with him and it's been great that they are actually getting to see him still grow yeah yeah absolutely yeah but i need snuggles i know i, I, I may have bought him a little birthday gift at disney <gasps> oh <gasps> i can't wait to see it then oh my gosh <laughs> Alrighty, well, it is that time for Treat of the Week. So, I've got like two this week because I've got a mystery one that I've got to talk to you about. But first up, who wants to go first for Treat of the Week? Uh, Jess does. Jess, what is your Treat of the Week? (laughs) Sorry, my husband just came in and handed me a crystal chick. Oh, <laughs> is, that your, is that your treat of the week? <laughs> no, that's not my treat of the week. My husband just has been running errands and he just came in and um, handed me a, a crystal chick. And now I handed Ooh. him my empty champagne glass. Um, <laughs> Refill my <laughs> uh, Yes. Um, my treat of the week is... Um, so I was just looking for a... Um, there he is back. Thank you. Uh, Man, where's my husband? I'm getting uh, slacking. I need some. I know. I need a drink refill. You need a Stacey. I do. Um, So I was just looking on Netflix for a festive show to watch. Um, You know, I was like, I don't really care what it is. Uh, A drama, a comedy, a reality show, whatever. But I want something Christmassy to watch um, while I, you know, play my Switch or wrap gifts or whatever. I'm... Don't know how I missed the nailed it 
train, but I did. Do you guys know oh. what nailed it is? Yes. Oh, oh my that gosh, show. I love that show. Okay, I can watch you guys that know what it is. For yeah. just on repeat. If I need something in the oh. background, it's the perfect background show. Okay, you guys know what it is. For listeners yeah. who don't know what it is, it is about people who uh, do not know how to bake things. They're really, really bad at it. Um, and they go on the show, and it is, who is it? Is it Nicole, Nicole Byer? I don't know, I don't but she's hilarious she's hilarious i think she's been on some like vh1 uh type of shows um but she is the best host ever of any sort of baking competition show or just any show ever and she always kind of has like a guest host um and then she has i don't even know his name jacques i don't know (laughs) but he's like (laughs) but he's like the he's a professional baker co-host as well and these people don't know how to bake and they are given the most elaborate baking challenges um and they just have to bake them once like the their their choice baker thing and and they have 30 minutes to do that one and the other one's like a really elaborate cake or some shit and they have like an hour and 45 minutes to do that like you have to be a professional baker to do this i couldn't do this and i know what i know how to bake pretty good cookies but like you have to be a decorator to know how to do this stuff too i love watching them really fail (laughs) yeah and so they like it's so and so i've just watched some of the holiday episodes i haven't watched like any regular seasons but like i have belly laughed it is so funny because just the combination of their really bad fails and just her like the hosts like their reactions to it is just the most delightful. Like they're 30 minutes each, these episodes. And it's just like the most, like you need a break from 2020 or anything bad in your life. Just watch these episodes. Just watch it. Yeah. They're amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like other baking shows can kind of give you that anxiety. These do not. They're just so great. Yeah. And you can find these on Netflix streaming. Yes. On Netflix streaming. There's two seasons of the holiday ones. Um, I think they're like six or seven episodes each. Um, And then there's, I guess there's regular nailed it episodes. I don't know, but I hope so. Yeah. The the nailed it show just in general is just really, really good. The holiday ones are some of the best ones, but you should check out like all the different holidays that they've done, even like the Halloween and yeah. They have Halloween ones? I'm pretty sure I've seen like a good Halloween one before. Oh my God, I hope so. Oh, yeah. I just watched the Hanukkah one and it was just the best thing ever. Yeah. What's Uh, happening? (laughs) Well, you've got a surprise behind you. I don't know what he's... uh, He's doing there, but um, all right. Well, Lindsay, let's see. What do you got as your treat of the week? Okay, little bugs. So my treat of the week. Uh, so I joined a wine gift exchange. Uh huh. So I'm sure you've seen like the secret Santa mail things where you like post something and you're like, okay, send something. I'll give you an address of the person above me and she'll get like six gifts or whatever. And you send one to somebody. Well, I joined that with a wine gift exchange. And so I went to wine.com and if you spend $50, you get free shipping. So I sent my person some nice different wines. She liked sweet wines. So I kind of did a little research, sent her some wines. And then I have already gotten two uh, wines of mine. One is a really 
great bubbly. I can't wait to try. And another one is a white wine uh, that I've never tried either. So I'm excited to kind of experiment and try those. So I just thought that was really fun um, to do. And uh, hopefully I'll get some more and get to try some stuff I normally wouldn't get to try. I think nice. that, I mean, that's cool that that's actually working. I always see those things online and I'm just like, do, do they really work when you do these like secret sister exchanges or like the the wine gift exchange? But that's kind of neat with the like, is, is it just local or are you sending to people further away since you did wine.com? Uh, so, yeah. So you don't like I knew the person above me, but I didn't know the person above her. So I sent somebody I didn't know someone. Okay. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it works if everybody participates, but you kind of have to know going into it. Like you may just be sending one and not get any because maybe the other people who sign up just won't participate. Maybe they don't feel comfortable with shipping. Why, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so you just kind of have to know that. But in the spirit of Christmas, I was like, you know what? If I get nothing, this lady here, because it sent her three bottles of nice wine, like she's going to get something and yeah. she's going to have a great Christmas and they're up her alley and, and that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. like, so, um, so you just kind of have to know that going in that some people will sign up and just not participate. But that's yeah. fine. Whatever. You know, like, it's the holidays. I'm not going to be grumpy, but I've already gotten two great bottles of wine so that I have never had. So there you go. Yeah, well, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Well, uh, let's see. I have, I have like two treat of the weeks um, because one's a mystery. It's, it's, oh. yeah. So uh, first, my, my big treat of the week was um, we got our holiday photos because the first session got canceled because of the bad weather. And so well, we were with like a new photographer and um, went and got the photos done. We were just supposed to be doing a mini session. But when we got out there, um, the people before us or after us um, either didn't show or had canceled because of the whole changing of the times. And so... We ended up uh, getting a little bit extra time with uh, our photographer. Um, her name was Amanda Tallon. And she just took extra photos of us. She was like, well, while I have you here, if you want to do some a little less Christmassy or you want to do some just like photos, of just the family or some just of your son. So we ended up doing a couple extra shots, um, a couple. We, we ended up doing like... She ended up sending us like 58 photos rather than the seven photos that we were supposed to be getting. And we ended up loving them so much. We ended up paying her for all of them. And that was our big treat of the week was we got this ended up with a full blown family session rather than just a little mini because we got new headshots out of it. We got new uh, individual one one year old pictures of Waylon, our holiday card photos and then family photos done all in one setting. Amazing. I love it. So I'm really, really excited about that. Yeah. By the way, also, so I missed this earlier, but do y'all remember pandemic photos when that was going around? The oh, pa- I did those. Pan- yeah. Pandemic porch photos. Yeah. That was a trend in April. <laughs> really? Yeah. And then I think it like died off by like May, <laughs> but like that was the big thing in April. So wow. I love it. It's That's feel- a long time ago. It feels like it's forever ago. <laughs> this year has just gone on and on and on. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So our mystery treat of the week, which I'm still yes. not really, uh, like, it's still seriously a mystery. We got a package in the mail and it was addressed to Marshall and, uh, and just Marshall. It was uh, from Amazon. And we okay. opened it because we were like, oh, it must be like a Christmas present from his mom. We were going to have to wrap it or something or maybe from my sister. But usually when she sends them to us, it's like it says Marshall and Trina. Um, 
And so we opened it and it was a box full of like holiday cookie boxes. So like 28 really nice cookie boxes that you would like make homemade baked goods or something like that. Or if you own a bakery shop, you'd fill those cookie boxes and like give them out to people. They have different patterns on them. They're like ridiculously good quality. I looked them up on Amazon and they're fairly pricey for what they are. And um, we don't know who sent them, why they sent them or like what for. So that's our mystery treat of the week is that we have a bunch of cookie boxes during the year where you're probably not going to give out homemade goods. <laughs> so I got them for next year, maybe. Or I'm going to gift them to my friend who makes cookies. But we've been, the mystery has been the fun part is trying to figure this out because is this a mess up from Amazon where they randomly sent us something that none of us have ordered and none of our family members ordered for us? Um, or is this like someone out there who orders random gifts and send them to people just to mess with them? Because that's a genius idea. Yeah. Well, and it's just maybe they did. Maybe it was like a holiday thing and they're like, we're going to send this to this person. It's from Jeff Bezos. It's his holiday gift to you. His holiday gift is here. Have cookie boxes. <laughs> We really like I guess uh, some other people we've asked about this has have said that that uh, that's a thing like sometimes orders get messed up and the wrong sticker goes on the wrong box and some people end up getting like random things from Amazon that they did not order weird completely weird we checked our orders we've we to make sure that we didn't just like it said something arrived that didn't arrive it, there's not even a mix up it's like we got no order notification or anything for it yeah so, yeah. When I'm allowed to bake again and actually give people stuff, you might be getting it in a nice holiday box. Yeah. Nice. I I will say I've missed baking a lot this year because Will's not at work. And so I always bake things for his work people and I can't do that. Yeah. So, So, all right. Let's get to drink about it. Good or bad, Ventworthy or celebratory, what are we drinking about this week? Yeah, uh, from our listeners, Casey and Nina, uh, they are celebratory drinking that 2020 is almost over, and I think we all join them in that. Cheers to that right there. Oh, my gosh. That's, I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, let me go into mine. I've got like a couple here. So I'll start with my first one, which is celebratory. Uh, Waylon's first birthday just passed. Yay! Oh, yay. I know. It, it, like, I'm so happy. It's like seeing him grow over this last year. It's been amazing. We did this nice little, just the three of us at home, little party. I put up balloon garland, which is awesome if you've never made that before. Um, yes. We made him a birthday tree. Um next to like a little mini birthday tree next to our Christmas tree, which turned out awesome. Uh, we also celebrated something called Gary day, which was uh, in honor of his grandfather that had passed two days before his birthday w- would have been Gary's birthday. Mm-hmm. So we did that and it went off great. So we've just had a really good celebratory like month. Well, not month week for him. And it, it, it was just good. It was nice. So it I was, was, I saw the pictures. I loved how you turned that into like a celebratory positive thing. And I really mm-hmm. want to do that with, uh, you know, when my grandmother's everything rolls around. So I think mm-hmm. I love that you did that. I think that's a great idea. Celebrate their life, celebrate what they did in life and let their legacy live on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, We're super, we, super excited about it. 
Yeah, and we loved the birthday tree. Will thought it was adorable. Yeah, so <laughs> well, cute. thank you. I figure that's one special thing. The one thing I've heard about people who have birthdays in December is they feel like it gets caught up in all the holiday mess. Yeah. Um, and it was good for us as a practice year, since he won't really remember much, is to start these traditions now so that they're kind of throughout his life and we always m- are mindful to keep it separate because we we were those people as soon as november late november hit it was like oh man christmas 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 and it was like oh wait yes his birthday so it was a good practice year to be like hey we need to remember like we need to like build up excitement to his birthday too so, yes um, that's cute yeah you gotta make it special like you have to separate them and make it special mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it was fun and he has so many toys he's so excited so oh. excited mm-hmm. i love it um all right so now i have a little sad one um, so it's like it's bittersweet it's it's good and bad so yeah. it's great my dad and my stepmom, uh, you've hear, heard me talk about them on the show before, uh, Ron and Phyllis, yeah. they're, they're getting ready to sell their house. Actually, it went on the market like yesterday, and they're going to hopefully be moving up here to Tennessee. Whoa. Right. So and this the, has been their plan for a while. Yes. So it's exciting for them to be moving. The bittersweet, sad part about it is that... They're selling this house that's uh, been they've lived in now for, I think, about 15 years. And for someone that hasn't really had like a home to go back to, this has Mm -hmm. been the most consistent home base for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So even though I never actually like lived there, it's like that's where, you know, if I'm going home for the holidays or something like that, that's where I'm going. So it's a little sad to think that I'm never going to go back to that house. And I didn't know the last time I went there was the last time I was going there. Yeah. And it's a great house. Mm-hmm. And so because of this pandemic, it's like that, like we had planned trips to go down there this year at some point and, and bring Waylon and uh, even celebrate our 10 year anniversary and do all of that. We had all these things planned that never happened. And they've been talking about for a while that when they get closer to retirement, they're going to move. Well, Phyllis ended up retiring at the beginning of the year, uh, which would probably worked out the best because of the whole pandemic. My dad right. is talking about retiring next year. So they're, they were just going to go ahead and get the house on the market. I mean, their house went up on the listing and they had like 80 saves on the house and w- someone coming to look at the house within the same day. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's an amazing yeah. house. It has a pool. It's like that whole cabin chic uh, upstairs. Lot. Like it's a gorgeous cabin. It's got a nice lot of land. Like they're going to have no trouble selling that. Not at all. Like I'm surprised like if they didn't get an offer from the person yesterday, I have no doubt that by like this midweek, they're going to be like, okay, we've gotten an offer that we've appro- like accepted. <laughs> I don't know why they won't just gift it to their youngest daughter uh, for vacation purposes. I mean, oh. come on. <laughs> I want, you know, there were part of me was like, man, why don't they just like Airbnb it out so that we can still use yeah. it whenever we go down there or something. But I get why they like when things like the pandemic hit and all of those things kind of went away. Like, yeah, I, that wasn't an, even an option, you know, right. that probably could have been an option had it not been for this pandemic year. Yeah. So yeah, true. But true, anyways, true. yeah. So I'm drinking a little bit to that because I'm a little bit sad about not getting to see that house again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a little bit sad. Can't can't help that. Mm-hmm. But I am yeah. again, like I said, it's bittersweet. the uh, The benefit outweighs the negative side of it, and the benefit is that they're going to move closer, be near us. We're going to see each other more. They're going to get to see Waylon growing up. Like that's all exciting, for yeah. sure, for sure. Um. Anyways, 
Let's see. Jess, Jess, what is your drink about it? All right. I got a, I got a negative, I guess, and a positive. Um, a negative, I, I kind of brought this up when I was talking about my skates. Um, so it's winter now and it's cold and it's dark. We're actually about to have, I guess, the shortest day of the year. Um, so in the summer, I was like going outside probably three times a day. Um, like I was going out in the early morning, going and skating. I uh, was going for a walk at lunch. And then when I finished working, I was going out for a walk again. Uh, so I was getting plenty of like sunshine and just getting out of the house and stuff like that. Um, which is really like just going out and I guess exercise is kind of what gives me the endorphins and endorphins is what makes you happy and happy people, and happy people don't kill people. Kill, their, kill people. <laughs> Thanks Al Woods. Um, and that's just really important for me, like uh, exercise and just walking. And when I walk, I like listen to music and podcasts and that's just a positive thing for me. Yeah. Um, and I can definitely tell in the past like month or so that's, that time has gone down a lot for me. Um, and there's just only so many like YouTube walking exercise videos you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not the same as like going outside or going to the gym. Um, so that's kind of like really been bumming me out a little bit the last week or so. Uh, if anybody has any suggestions out there, um, our listeners, please hit me up. You can message us. I'd really appreciate it because I just don't see myself going back to the gym anytime soon. And it's still dark and cold out. Um, and I just need some suggestions. Um, and the Peloton bike is $5,000 plus a a monthly subscription. Um, So we ain't getting that unless somebody gifts it to us. Oh, so Oprah has a new one uh, that she suggests. It's like on her list. Uh It's not a bike, but it's like a mirror. Oh, yeah. I've seen those commercials. It's it's like $2,000, which is ridiculous, (laughs) but it's less than the Peloton bike. Well, it, even for like the whole Peloton thing, so I, I, I've like looked into like just the biking thing in general. You can buy a really, really good bike that's stationary bike like the Peloton and with the hand sensors for heart rate, all that kind of stuff, which if you have a watch that does that stuff, you don't even necessarily need it. But and have a tablet holder because there's there's ones on there with a the tablet holder. So you could just pay the Peloton if you like the classes. You could just pay the Peloton monthly fee, which is like fifteen dollars a month, which is a little excessive. Uh, yeah. And get one of these bikes that's like three hundred dollars. And <laughs> I think like a good decent one. You know, they're between like three fifteen. You could spend up to five hundred on them, but like you can find those on Amazon and do it for oh. way cheaper. We'll see if my, we've talked to my mother-in-law. We'll see if she gifts us anything. Um, but like I said, I do a variety of YouTube videos, but I'm just, I'm just missing my outside time is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is my bikini weather. Like <laughs> I, I if for all those, I am extremely hot natured. Like I would not have the heat on if I didn't have a two-year-old or other people in my house. True story. Um, <laughs> yes. I have lived with her twice. <laughs> Yeah, crazy. I you you're crazy. I, I was so hot in Florida. Like I got here, and they're like, "Oh, it's gonna be 32 degrees." Like wear a, like make sure to wear a coat. I'm like, I don't need no fucking coat like this. And I just sat out there, and I was like breathing in all the lovely air, and I was like, oh, hey, why? 
It was just amazing. Are you crazy? You're crazy. Wow. I know. Are you crazy? Wow. So oh, I'm missing my outside time. So I'm, I'm drinking about that. Um, but I'm real excited because I have two days of work left. Um, and then I have like a really long... Surprisingly, in this year, when my vacation got taken away, um, it got given back to me. So... 2020, y'all. Um, <laughs> so now I actually have... Um, paid vacation off so including weekends and christmas holidays and all that um starting the day before christmas eve so the 23rd i'm gonna have like 12 days off to do whatever mental health things i need i am so excited for you yeah Mm -hmm. i'm gonna bake i'm gonna read i'm gonna watch christmas movies i'm gonna just like chill chill the fuck out i'm real (laughs) excited yes that's awesome. Well-earned time off. Yes, for and sure. Paid time for off, too. Sure. Paid time off. Paid time off. That time right off. there deserves a, like, happy drink about it moment. Yeah, happy <laughs> drink about it. Uh-huh. All right, Lindsay, what are you drinking about this week? Oh, so, uh, while I was at Disney, um, I drank around the world and tried to find <gasps> the most fun champagne drinks there was. And I did some videos, and I've got to send it. Uh, to Trina to make into a fun video. But so we're sitting in France, uh, the France Pavilion, and I'm having uh, the, the the flight we had with all of the Vouvé Clicquois. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so we're talking like um, I got one and money. Stacy got one. And so like we're trying them and I'm um, like they did have a five ounce pour of Dom Perignon for $50. Mm-hmm. a glass and I was like I so want to try that like I've never had it I have a champagne podcast like like I, you know one day I will be able to afford that and so my husband left the table for a minute and he came back with two glasses of Dom mm-hmm. that's awesome uh, yeah so one just for me and the other one for he and Stacy and Stephen to try and so it. I was about I to ask it. if it was both for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I thought, but no, it wasn't. Uh, it was so delicious. Uh-huh. Um, I ended up doing a video of it. I sent that video to Trina and then I FaceTimed her to tell mm-hmm. her about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, so she does have that video if uh, you guys, I don't know if she'll post it, but uh, I was like so excited like she didn't answer her facetime call i had to call marshall like (laughs) i was like she's gonna fucking answer i'm drinking dom i didn't even know where my phone was at and marshall's all like um i'm getting a facetime from Lindsay," (laughs) and i was like hand it over (laughs) yeah i was like hello this is important stuff uh so uh she i think she did laugh at my video i was a little tipsy because it was like at the end of the night when we were there. So uh, it, <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. So it's good, right? Yeah, it, it was so good. And so then I told my husband, I was like, you know what? Like you've spoiled me now that you've got, like I've tried that. Like that's all I'm drinking from now on. <laughs> well, I'm going to, uh, I think we need to start like a little like fundraiser for the champagne way so that by our third anniversary, which is going to be coming up in February, I believe, we get to split a bottle of Dom. 
Yeah. Uh, um, blame your brother. <laughs> yeah. Don't they owe us? Don't they owe us? Um, no, I mean, I think that this will be a, a fun thing if we can if we can get everyone to help crowdsource us a bottle. I mean, yeah. come on, listeners. Come on. Feed us. Feed us. We're pretty. How are we going to share a bottle if we can't even see each other? We'll have to uh, take some precautions and figure out a way to do it. I feel like we can make that happen. For Dom, we can make it happen. Like, I'll sit up three tables in my yard, like eight feet apart, put a glass on each one, and have a masked person serve us at each Why? Why don't they sell Dom in little bottles? Like, they do the La Marca. Why don't they sell little bottles? I feel like that if you had, like, a little bottle of that, you'd you just want a whole big bottle of that. Yeah. You know, but they should they should start selling it in little bottles for safety. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Come on, Dom. You know what? Or we just raise enough money for us each to have our own bottle. Oh, that's a little extravagant, girl. I'm still paying on my student loans. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm saying we should fundraise for it. (laughs) I got to pay for daycare. (laughs) You want to donate to the student loans? I like me some Dom, but (laughs) yeah, yeah, I know. I got to pay for daycare. There you go. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But yeah, I will say, I, I agree with Lindsay. Trina, you got to try the Dom. I ha- When I had it on my wedding day, when that was a great surprise for my... Your husband has to surprise you. My husband surprised me on my wedding day. Lindsay's husband surprised her. It does have a different taste. So, Marshall, game on. Marshall, game on. He game needs to on. get me some Dom. Jess, I'm going to send you the video. Okay, do it. Um, yeah. Whoa. So it's definitely worth it if you get a chance and just have some, you know, extra couple hundred dollars laying around um, <laughs> a hundred i think that was disney so i could get the glass like for fifty dollars and not have to spend like what the two three hundred dollars for the bottle yeah mm-hmm. uh but uh it's it's amazing if you if you love champagne that much it's definitely worth a try yeah mm-hmm. definitely well one of these days i'll catch up mm-hmm. to you guys and actually try it so well yeah I, you will i think that that about wraps it up for us uh so Oh, does it though? Because while we've been recording, I wrote a little toast slash poem. Oh, oh boy. Of course you did. Oh. Read it. <laughs> Read it. Well, I'm excited for this. Lindsay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So everybody, t- uh, like hold up your glasses, whether you're drinking your champagne, your coffee, your uh, moonshine, what the fuck ever. <laughs> 2020. Yep. Here is our cheers to you. Okay. Cheers to this year. Lord knows we need a beer. COVID-19 has sucked. Like, what the actual fuck? I miss my family and friends, but all the love I do send. I have drank my weight in champagne. Honestly, it's the only thing keeping me sane. Trina has been raising her baby and her hubby. All moms know she needs the bubbly. Jess has been working from home with her ghost. Oh, wait. You didn't see her post? And me? I'm a hot mess express. Boy, have I been under some stress. Oh, and I've kept a child alive. And I think I've been a pretty damn good wife. But I think we have realized what matters as the world around us shatters. From tornadoes to pandemics to power outages and more. Well, in hindsight, at least this year hasn't been a bore. You know what? I am thankful. Seems like this pandemic was fateful. It showed us to look for the good in others, our friends, our families, and especially our mothers. Material things don't matter. It's the people you care for. They mean way more. 
Let's focus on the positive and be optimistic. Hopefully, we've learned to be more simplistic. We've learned to live every day as a celebration and to learn more about self-transformation. So here's to 2020. We are grateful for plenty. The champagne was number one. What? You didn't know that, hun? Oh, and we have drank a lot and drank a lot of champagne that we bought. Champagne recipes galore. Next year, be ready to explore. Our podcast is ready to grow. Thanks to our listeners, you know. Cheers to you. We are thankful for how big we grew. May the new year bring you happiness and hopefully a lot less patchiness. When in doubt, drink your champagne. Hell, then you can't even complain. And when you need to pick me up, turn towards the Champagne Way ladies and fill your cup. Cheers to you, our followers galore. And know that you are not alone anymore. Cheers. 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 I love that. That was great. That That was amazing. I'm going to need you to send me that. Like... (laughs) So I can tap it up and put it on our socials. I literally started rotting when we started recording. That's awesome. That was amazing. Oh, man. That's so awesome. All right. Well. Beautiful. uh, To everyone out there, that about wraps it up. Thank you for tuning in. Cheers Uh, to everybody. Cheers. Um, And be sure uh, to check check out our website at thechampagneway.com to submit your champagne shoutouts and drink about it. And don't forget to join our Champagners group on Facebook and follow us online at The Champagne Way. And thanks to our podcast network and the producers at The Second Sound. Please be sure to like and subscribe to The Champagne Way on whichever streaming platform you use. This has been a Second Sound production. Thanks for listening. Cheers.